Like a sponge. Uh, yeah, cardboard with food coloring. Yeah. Yeah. I asked one of my friends, he, he stockpiled, and he, he said, I have like 25,000 jars of spaghetti sauce. And I was like, spaghetti sauce? What are you going to put it on? Yeah, exactly. Your fud? <laughs> <laughs> no, what are you doing with it? Spaghetti sauce. You know, I heard somebody say we've watched too many zombie apocalypse I know. Uh, things. That's what's really getting to us. Right. All right, I'll take a break. We'll come back. I'll give you the Bobo update. A whole bunch of updates, actually. Start with a little email, and then we'll work our way through. I see even Bobo's on the phone. And then there was a whole war between Marianne and uh, Mike Rappaport, I'll tell you about. This that is, went on all, the, all oh, the whole time? It's completely escalated. Everything's out of control. Wow. The way I like it. But we'll be back right after these words. Oh, yes. Yes, Neil, go ahead. Neil in Florida, go ahead. Good morning. It's a Monday. We're here. We're alive. Everyone's happy. Yes, Neil. The time change sucks, by the way. Um, I'm with you. I've so, been against you know, daylight savings time my entire career. I have. Uh, it snuck up on us. I have made it an issue. It's almost all year now. Why, either go one way or the other. And really, changing an hour or not isn't going to affect anything. I mean, uh, well, just, daylight uh, will not come until like seven right. o'clock this. Morning. I want one time. That's it, all year. I never want to change my clock. We only get four hours of regular time. I mean, four months of regular time now. Is that right? What's regular time? Going back the hour. Yeah. To what yeah. really why is bother? the time? Yeah, why bother? So why change? I mean, we're almost all year round with one time anyway. I'm glad to see you agree with me. Sometimes you uh, argue so much I can't, uh, I, I drown in the argument. <laughs> well, they're saying that it's a health factor right. as well because it disturbs people's biorhythm. My biorhythm is all fucked up today, I'll be honest. All right, let's go to Neil again. Neil, let's start over. What do you want to say? <laughs> so, you know, half of uh, all marriages end in divorce, and you and Robin have been together for so long, and the, the show has evolved so much. Even in just the last five years, you guys have changed so much. How do you guys stay together? Like, how do you guys still stay in each other? Robin is my <laughs> longest relationship <laughs> with a woman. Robin. Well, who's the guy? Fred. Fred. <laughs> no, Dr. Lou. Yeah. But Robin and I stay together. First of all, there's a one big secret. We never fuck each other. <laughs> that that leads, fucks things up. That fucks things <laughs> up, man. Then it gets complex. No, we have true love. We don't have to. We're beyond the physical. We're spiritual. Having said that, uh, we also are two people who are willing to what? Compromise and listen to one another. Last week marked, Robin didn't even send me an anniversary card. Last week marked our 39th year working together. Really? I didn't even know that. Well, I didn't get anything from you either. I sent you something. You just, you what? Didn't, what? You what? didn't see it. I didn't. What? <laughs> I'm working on something. Yes, Neil. Thank you. All right. That's the secret. No fucking spiritual. I need a cock. Listen to one another. You know, and I was about to reveal the secret to long-lived marriages a couple of weeks ago, but we got so busy with all this politics and coronavirus, I never got around to it. But what the ex experts are now saying is that 
couples who live together and and survive and thrive the longest are couples who never turn away from each other. Hmm. What does that mean, I wonder? That means, you know how some marriages can get where, you know, like the wife is trying to talk and the husband puts up the paper? Oh, I see. Yeah. They actually work it out. Well, they actually continue to have interest in the person that they've been with the longest. My mother's like, listen, with all this divorce and carrying on, you can love anybody. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is what she told me. I swear to God. And I, I thought she knew something. I, you know, I listen to my mother like she's the Mashiach. I think she knows what she's talking about. I realize I'm now crazy. If you want to be in love, you could love anyone. And let me tell you, people say, well, they carry on with the physical and they get the looks. That's not important. Look at your father. With the looks, I knew he was a good man, and he'd come home to me every night because he was a good man. And let me tell you, you can love anyone. If you're ready to be in love, you can love anyone. Okay, Mom. Oh, she was full. I got to say. But I, she didn't tell you how. I, well, I think she's saying my father ain't that hot. And I like, know. I was like, that's a pretty damning yeah. thing to say about your dad. He doesn't care. You don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> she could say whatever she wants. He doesn't even hear uh, it. Uh, talk about tuning out. <laughs> <laughs> he's completely tuned out. You know, my dad's 96. He's gone. You know, he's like, he's tuned out. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm a talking out. <gasps> you know, it's like, it's like what? <laughs> Worn out. Yeah, I, yeah. And then my mom was talking to me about the coronavirus. I go, Mom, what are you doing with the coronavirus? Listen, everything's listen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, listen. I go. I've been listening my whole life. I don't know why you have to say listen. Listen, with this coronavirus, I got news for you. All the time, there's these viruses and things in the air. This is no different. I'm not sitting and worrying about it. Well, you are in that age group. Well, whatever. Listen, what am I going to do? And I really am not too concerned. And you put on that TV and they're carrying on with this virus. And it's debilitating. So that's that. Why? You worried about it? Yeah, I'm worried about it. What are you worried about? With the virus. Listen, my sister was a nurse. And she studied nursing. And every disease they studied, she figured she had. Oh. Well, yeah, but what does that got to do? Because you hear about these things and you think you're going to get them. And if you live a healthy lifestyle, you'll be okay. All right. I got to go. Listen, when you were a boy, I checked your temperature anally for coronavirus every day. That's right. You did. You never got it. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for checking me anally. But, yeah, don't turn away from your partner. I mean, you know how it is when you first meet somebody, you're all in. 
Mm-hmm. And then yeah. a lot of people just let that go. And now it's like background noise when somebody's trying to talk to you. Yeah, the best movie about that was uh, Anne Margaret and Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Jack Nicholson meets Anne Margaret. You know how hot she is. Yeah. And he's fucking her, and he's like, he's he like he doesn't even want her to go to work because he's afraid other guys will fuck her or take yeah. her away and everything. And then the years go by, and now she's just sitting around the house, and she's gotten a little bit sloppy, and he's kind of sick of her. And then he yells at her. <laughs> <laughs> I love that speech. You're just deaf. Why now? Because two years ago I slept eight hours. A year ago it was 12, it's up to 15 now, but he's going to be 24. What are you trying to do, scare me? I need a life. Get a job! I don't want a job, I want you. I'm taken by me! Get out of the house! Do something useful, goddammit! He wouldn't let me work when I wanted to. That was a year ago. Throw a tantrum every time you call and I'm not home. Look, sister, I'm out there in the jungle eight hours a day. You wouldn't even let me canvas for Kennedy. You want a job? I got a job for you. Fix up this pigsty. You get a pretty goddamn good salary for testing out this bed all day. You want an extra $50 a week? Try vacuuming. You want an extra 100 Make this goddamn bed. Try opening some goddamn windows. That's why you can't stand up in here. The goddamn place smells like a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest. It is. That's every, you know, that's, that's like when the uh, bloom is off the rose. Is that the expression, Robin? Yeah. yeah. All right, let me get into fan feedback from last week so that we can work our way to the unfollow Bobo movement. <laughs> First of all, we did release the video of Harry Styles' interview, as well as his, uh, I thought, fantastic performance of the Peter Gabriel song, Sledgehammer. People yeah. love the performance. I didn't know you did the interview, too. Yes, we did. Even Peter Gabriel himself retweeted the video of Sledgehammer. Awesome. Peter Gabriel. How'd he get it? How'd he get it? All these <laughs> Who nudniks. Told him? All these nudniks uh, are in touch with each other. <laughs> uh, here's a couple of uh, letters. I can't uh, get enough of Harry's cover of Sledgehammer. I just watched it 10 times at top volume on the SiriusXM app. Various email, tweets, all this kind of stuff. Watching Harry sing Sledgehammer makes my inner 80s teenage girl heart bust into a thousand neon pink pieces. See? I love it. Thanks for a great interview. Harry's a tough egg to crack. Howard got more out of him than most interviewers. Write about Sledgehammer. Harry needs to add it on his set list for his tour. Uh, I really enjoyed your interview with this young man. I'm so happy to have discovered his music. Being a 60-year-old man, I was not familiar with One Direction. He does remind me of Bowie, though. After seeing him cover Sledgehammer on the app, I realized that he's not only a musician, but a great artist and entertainer for sure. So everybody uh, everybody loved uh, that whole performance with Harry Styles. Great. There you go. It was awesome that he was in here and... Offered to perform for us.
I love that girl playing the drums. I love the backup singer who was on the keyboard. Yeah, that was great. And yeah. and, I, and kudos to our video department. They did such a great job uh, following the action. I cannot stand when I watch some of these um, music shows, the Grammys, uh, all of them. They don't predict what you want to see. Like someone will be playing lead guitar and they'll be on the lead guitarist's face, not on. Right, on his fingers. Right. You love seeing that. When uh, someone's playing a keyboard, you want to see someone playing the keyboard. When someone's singing, you want to see it. And and they never somehow get it right. We get it right a hundred percent of the time. Are you sick? Do you have uh, I think I have coronavirus. <laughs> 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 yes, believe me, I'm sick. I need to go home. It's enough already. But uh, we do get it right, and our, our incredible audio team that uh, mixes these things, it's so... The, listen to that sound. Doesn't that not sound good? It sounds so good. Beautiful. You know, that's all in our little studio here. Uh, it is not easy to get that sound mix right, especially with a big drum kit in here. Full drum kit. Yeah. And it all just sounds perfect. I'm very, very uh, happy uh, with that. And um, I'm, I'm I'm glad people are seeing it. I, I forget how many downloads or not downloads, but views or something. But it was over like a couple of like seven, eight million views. I, I don't know what it was. It was some, somebody told me the number it was crazy. You know. Mm. Yeah. That's great. By the way, Imus is on the phone from heaven. He wants to do a talk up of Sledgehammer. He, could. he does. He misses radio. You, Imus. <laughs> you miss radio, huh? Oh, yeah, baby. You know, I remember we used to play that song at NBC. Remember that, baby? Quack, quack. I remember uh, eating Amish red salsa and then eating the big water, then taking a shit that didn't the toilet with that. <laughs> well, you said you wanted to talk up Sledgehammer, right? Crazy Bob and the Crazy Bob players coming up. And also, uh, you're going to go to the helicopter and Ross Frank in the next hour. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. When are you going to talk up the song? I think he's doing it. See. <laughs> okay. <laughs> quack, quack. <laughs> um, okay, let's get to the uh, main the main event. Unfollow Bobo. No. Yes. Oh, I think first we have to take a break. Oh, okay. no. Yeah, I'm being told by Command Central no. that we have to take a break. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, Bobo, you there? Hey, now, Alan. Yeah, all right. Hold on. Oh, I'll... he doesn't sound okay. like he had a Robin. bad weekend. Oh, yeah, he he probably on some weird level loves the attention. But... I do. I right. think so. Bobo, hold on. All right. I'll 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 do this right after these words. Uh, yes, Fran, you're on the air. Fran in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Hi, Howard. I'm calling to ask you to please stay on the air no matter what it takes. I'm doing that. Well, I mean, it's going to get worse. And what you suggested this morning that Sirius has you set up to stay home, start telling them to really get that finalized because I think it's – and we're going to need you. And I'm, I'm not talking about next week or the next week. It's going to go on for a long time. Well, you know, I am an asset to this country. Uh, yeah, people... I mean, we can't – we're going to need all the laughs and goodwill that we can get. 
Well, I, well, this person sounds like she knows something. She knows something. I know absolutely nothing except I'm like <laughs> your mother. I'm old. Uh, How does this all end, Fran? Are we all going to be dead? or is No, our- I don't think we're going to be dead. But some of the people you know and love are going to be affected. I, I'm worried mm-hmm. about the WAC pack because they're very vulnerable. <laughs> they, they are yeah. vulnerable. You know, yeah. each one of them is uh, vulnerable. You're right, if you think about it. But, yeah. you know, Fran, yeah. you're right. Keeping me alive and keeping me healthy is most important to this country yes. america relies on me for laughs i know you're that's the truth darling and you have to be there because what would we do if something well i'm right in the the center of it i'm here at sirius xm i, I don't see anybody wiping anything down i don't know what's happening well but, i did notice that all of a sudden there are these uh, wipes everywhere. there are wipes i was wiping fred down like, just a few minutes ago that's well, thank why you for that that break well, was long Big four, as I call you, you know, the four originals, you, Robin. Please, I'm, I'm surrounded by Jeremy staffers. You, you got to hear this one. Fran, I'll let you go, but uh, I'll tell Robin. And you'll hear it. Well, please, do everything you can to stay on. Thank you, Fran. need you. Bye-bye. You got to hear this one. I got so angry. I heard about this. This uh, uh, John Blitt, who works for us, he has these little dinner parties with Jason, where Jason gorges himself on all kind of drinking and weed and uh-huh. uh, all this shit you know and they and they get the uh, crazy so john and uh jason uh gary delabati and chris wilding and i think john hine maybe oh, really? no it's just uh just jason jumble myself and chris yeah and you know here's what happened long story short gary they were all together eating uh-huh. turns out jason started puking oh my goodness and uh it turns out he's allergic to crab and maybe some crab was in the <laughs> dish or... they don't even know what's in the dish well it was lobster but they think that sometimes the crabs are near the lobsters uh-huh. and maybe he somehow has a very strong allergy so jason if, if you're if you're weak or faint don't listen to this this is jason puking what night was this gary wednesday or thursday night thursday night thursday night Gary, Chris, John, and Jason are all at John's apartment, and then boom. Howard. That's Jason, who works for us. Now, look, people get sick. Sorry, guys. Where is he? He's in John's apartment, right in the bathroom. And the, the reason you can hear this so clearly is the apartment's about... 100 square like it's it's like 100 feet. it's a closet yeah it's a closet whatever it is it's a closet i couldn't even get the uh the bathroom door closed behind me to throw up so half my body was still in the kitchen oh. how big is the whole apartment i mean i don't even think it's the size of your desk i'm not joking it is it is a studio apartment it has a bed a couch how many feet is that oh, square feet 500 500 no it's um it's probably he said just about 400 square feet wow jesus I mean, and, and he cooked a whole meal in there, right? Oh my God. He is a chef of chefs. He, he, we sit there. We don't do a thing. He sat there and cooked like a four course meal, two appetizers, two main courses. It's impressive. Yeah. A main course, a dessert. No one got to because they were in the so hospital. So what, what were you eating? You were eating. So uh, it was the night started with, um, some salmon, some smoked salmon, some caviar, some bellinis. Um, that, that's what started out with the appetizers. Then we were served, um, he made fresh cacio de pepe. Oh, uh, whatever uh, that is. It, it's a delicious, <laughs> uh, was Gary eating that? Oh my gosh. Yes. Gary. Oh, 
<laughs> Excuse me. Is there, any, is there any extra cartier de fête, please? Everybody was eating and drinking, and then John serves a different alcohol with Swim, please. So we had oh. a bo- we had a Dom Perignon, I think, with the with the caviar, and then we have a special sake with the pasta, and then there was a. 100 day dry age steak that he made, which was amazing. Let me ask you something. I don't know what 100 days dry. That, that means a carcass that's been laying around for 100 days. In a controlled environment. I see. But really, for, should you be eating this much at your weight, honestly, and gorging yourself? Um, do you ever think that maybe it wasn't even crab, that it's just from being disgustingly <laughs> heavy and, and eating and gorging? Uh, that's what I honestly thought the first time I threw up. Yeah. I was like, oh, I overdid. I came back to the table. I'm sorry. I overdid it. Too much eating, too much drinking, too much everything. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but when you, when you're throwing up to the point where you have nothing left in your body Ooh. and your stomach is tr- just trying to get out of your body, it's, yeah, and then uh, they've gotten they some- confirmed it was. So then, then they got in an Uber, went to the hospital. Wow. And in the Uber, he was throwing up. He, he pulled over the side <gasps> of the road. Not in the Uber. Out, well, of the Uber. out of the out Uber. Out of the Uber. But point is, I'm surprised the guy didn't throw you out of his car. Well, he knew we were on the way to the hospital. I mean, he was he was taking us there. And was the, he afraid you had coronavirus? You know what? You're going to have to ask. Like, I, was, I, I was on the verge of pa- I thought I was going to pass out. So wow. I really don't remember. You're you not ask. talking. I'm not. Chris, Gary, John, they were all there. They yeah, could KJ, help you can't go out that- All right, here's the Uber. Ready? Yeah, KJ, you can't go out that door just yet. I just want to throw you want to throw up? Okay, you better open that door. <laughs> Don't dip your head out too far, okay, Jay? Just keep your head tucked a little bit, buddy. Oh, my God. And there's nothing coming out there. He's having an allergic reaction. It's allergic. Nothing's coming out. Yeah. You okay? I don't know. All right. I'm trying to get him to a hospital, and we're going to be all right. We're almost there, Jay. What a I, nice Uber driver. <laughs> yeah, you he can tell a- Chris is not really talking to Jay. He's talking to the Uber driver trying to say, don't throw us out of your car. I'm putting on a show. Yeah, But yeah. here's why I'm angry at you guys. What? You know this whole coronavirus yeah. is going on. You bring him to the uh, emergency room. You fuckers are all sitting in a hospital. The worst place to be right now is a hospital for coronavirus. Well, we Should leave we him like a gunshot victim? What? No. Yeah, just roll them out onto the fucking floor and they <laughs> get out. Throw them out and tell the, the people in the ER there's somebody that needs help. Yeah, Gary. Oh, so glad I wasn't with you two. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have gone in. Uh, so I would have said, Jason, you're a big boy. Once, looked- I, once I saw you were admitted, I'd leave. Howard, he was wobbling. He was wobbling. He really was. He what was- are these assholes going to do for you once you're Well, first of all, somebody had to make sure nice. he got in. Did he got you in. guys somebody have had- to carry him? We had, no, but we had to take his, like, we had to take his insurance card out of his wallet. No, we, somebody he had to call his that. wife. He was he was like Listen. he was fuzzy. Yeah. I thought he was gonna like lose it in the Uber. I mean, die. He All right. So, really but why do shape. you go into how you know what's going on with the, Corona? There was a bit of a discussion about right. whether we would go any further than the. And one uh, guy could have gotten in with him, not all of you. Well, one guy nice. did, and Gary and I sort of <laughs> went outside. How long were you in the hospital? Probably about two to three hours. Uh, how long? Yeah. And you guys were in there for two to three hours. It was about yeah. an hour forty. And I kept uh, you know purelling. <laughs> Pure rallying. Ay, ay, ay. It was scary. It was yeah, very it was scary. scary. Because so what do you think? You're allergic to crab? Well, I know I'm allergic to crab. I mean, that's right. the, I, I'm diagnosed with that. Oh. Um, but there but, was no crab. But sir. there was no crab, and I, I ate lobster a month ago. I ate lobster at John's house three months ago. So obviously, 
either there was crab in there or you were just being gluttonous and you no. got sick. Mm. <laughs> no, Howard. It was poison. I was poisoned. They pumped How do you me full know? Of, because they did it at the hospital. They took my blood, they checked everything, they pumped me up full of steroids. And they and said that, that you yeah, were they, it was absolutely food poisoning. Howard, so then, I'll do you tell you, think I, John put crab in there? No, I think what happened the is lady, somebody trying to kill you? The lady yeah. was explaining to me because this is not the first time this has happened. The last time it happened was about three years ago where I had something I didn't know had crab in it. And she said it gets more and more sensitive. So wow. if somebody has bad if crab on their breath Got and it. I smell it, it could put me into anaphylactic shock. Really? So she was saying that somebody could have touched the crab at the store, mm. then picked up the lobster, and that would have been enough. Wow. That's that's crazy. But I'm going Do you to, carry one of those EpiPins? I got I signed one now. Yeah, then wow. no, I picked one up. There's in my it's in my bag right now. I have to carry it around at all times. Cool. Cool, yes. Yeah, let's uh let's stab you with it. <laughs> he was getting, Somebody gets a crap. Howard, he was yeah. getting like hot and cold shakes mm. and he was breathing really heavy. I mean, I thought if nothing else, he might have a heart attack. Right, uh, right. You know? Yeah. It's like your whole body is rejecting you. It's like everything feels the opposite oh. of what it should feel. Right. I'm sweating like I'm in the middle of the desert and I'm shivering like I'm in the middle of Antarctic. It it was the worst it was wow. the worst. Did time. you think you had coronavirus at first? No. I well, again, my mind kept shifting throughout Every time I threw up. So the first time I throw up, like you said, ate too much, smoked too much, drank too much. Second time, I'm like, oh, boy, you're a real mess in the slob. <laughs> Third time, I'm like, I either have food poisoning or coronavirus. Like, those were the only yeah, two Yeah, like, options. I had a friend who got a cold. Just a cold. Right. He went and got tested. He's, he just has a cold. But when you get a cold, you think you have coronavirus. Right. Sure. You know? yeah. yeah. No, it's the, and by the way, it's the first thing I'm sitting there and they're just like, it's all the coronavirus stuff first. Have you traveled? Have you met someone who traveled? Do you take your temperature? Make sure you don't have a fever, which I did not. There was, yeah. there was one way. Why didn't you call an ambulance? We were thinking about it, but we, 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 we didn't want to wait. If you called an ambulance, you wouldn't have been in the hospital and then you guys get sick. But well, we would have still followed him yeah. to the hospital. We were just going to dump him. Oh, come on. He's but a Howard, big boy. He'd be fine. The other weird thing was I noticed when Jason was laying down, and you might have noticed this when you went to clean your clothes the next day, oh, yeah. the bottom of Jason's pants, they were covered in puke, yeah, right? No. Oh, oh, wow. Howard, you could smell it. I mean, it's a small apartment. You could smell it. You could <laughs> oh, hear every wet You ruined gurgle. the dinner. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I apologize. Yeah, Mike, I go did. ahead. Mike in Pennsylvania, go ahead. Hey now, Howard. Hey, I don't want to freak you guys out, but any article you read right now talks about the last place to go is a hospital. So yeah. the chances of them bringing it into the studio and into the compound is extremely. I high. know. I, Where? I, what state I, we, were you in? I was New like, York City. I was like Gary and Chris should have stayed the fuck out of the hospital. Howard, we we talked to the powers that be here. Yes. We told them where we were. Yeah, we explained the situation. Okay, we what were, powers that we? Be? I'm the power what? that be. Wait a minute. We were cleared uh, to come in. Can they grant you? a corona-free uh, certificate? No, but we told them where we were. <laughs> we said, if you want us to stay home, we'll stay home. Yeah, stay home. home. Just do All me right. a favor. I gotta be, sit here with you now with your coronavirus. But, you know, it's been how many days now? Well, I was Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday. So it's four days. And you did scrub yourself down. Of course. Oh my God. Oh, like you yeah. were Karen Silkwood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look how clean he looks. <laughs> I mean, of course, Gary's going to be patient zero here, you know? Yeah. Well, Gary was doing like a well, meet and greet at the hospital. Yeah, shaking yeah. hands probably. Oh, well, I don't know if you were shaking hands. I didn't see, but he had a lot of fans. Oh, there. hello, everyone. Hi, it's me, Gary Delabiti. <laughs> Baba Booey's here. Baba Booey's here. <laughs> one, of, one of the nurses recognized me. She was asking me. I knew her dad from college. Yeah. It didn't, you know, I thought after that we got better treatment. Excuse you me, did your father click by? <laughs> I didn't know he went to Adelphi. <laughs> I went to Adelphi. 
And I studied photography. Uh, it was sort of the worst part. And the, the guys took great care of me, apparently better care than you would have taken of me. Thank you. But <laughs> I'm I, not a doctor. I don't know how to take care of you. I feel, we did it. I, feel, I feel we dropped the ball with Jason because we spent so long. You know, we were drunk and whatever I, else. Yeah. We we spent so long trying to figure out which hospital to bring him to, which car service to use, if we wanted to go to the hospital. He could have died. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Why he wouldn't you died. just call the ambulance? Because you're all fucked up. No, it didn't. It was one of those weird things where Jason like was like together, so it didn't seem that dire. But then, I mean, at one point it, he laid down on the couch, yeah. and I said, "Do you want to go to the hospital?" And he was like, "Yes." And that's when I got worried when he said he wanted to go. Wow. And then I'm sitting there at the, at the counter, and I'm like, I'm seriously, I'm at the verge of passing out. Like, I have tunnel vision. It's it's black. And I, all I hear is them arguing about which hospital to take me to. Uh, 4.9 mean, miles versus 3.2 miles. Jason, I'm getting you in an ambulance. Good luck. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm really glad I was with these three. Though. No, because no. you should have been in an ambulance. <laughs> because what? Think about it. Let's say you were really, let's say your throat closed up from right. this allergic yeah. reaction. Did you feel like your throat was closed up? You know, up? I uh, I didn't at the time, but looking back, yeah, my throat yeah. definitely closed well, up. Well, guess what? The, the, the ambulance would have come. They could have treated you as soon as they came. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a great point. I don't know. <laughs> I just know I felt very grateful. Are you guys for waiting around for an Uber? You're waiting for an Uber. For the the fucking stopped. Uber they're waiting for. The, the and, Uber, like, and the Uber driver ain't going to treat them. I got to tell you, the Uber wasn't the issue. The Uber was there pretty quick. Us figuring out where the fuck to go is what took all <laughs> the time. That's why you call an ambulance. With yeah. a guy like that. And that yeah, kind of they distress. don't ask you any questions. And then you uh, geniuses who work with me wouldn't have been in an emergency room for a couple hours being exposed to everyone coughing. Uh, all right, all three of you, get out of here. <laughs> and sit home. And okay. don't, don't come near me. But does everything have to lead to utter drunkenness or just being out of your mind? Making bad decisions. Chris, what were you doing? Weed? Oh, hold on. What are you smoking, Gary? Nothing. That's the whole point. Oh, you know, I mean, you were of sound and mind. And you still couldn't make a decision. <laughs> no, no. I, listen, I, have, I had a couple of drinks. Again, I'm not going to put myself out there as I'm holier than thou, but I'd gone to one of these dinners once, and I'd partaken of the pot and the edibles, and it was a bad scene. Ah. So I said, I'm not doing it this time, and I didn't. But there were so you were clear there were THC infused Manhattans. Yeah. Oh. There was um, we Hattons. There were we uh, Hattons. Yes, edibles. And then a ton of smoking. Right. You know, it was a lot of, so, you know, I was drunk on the drinking and I didn't even touch the pot. Jesus. <laughs> All of you. I mean. Bad decision. You know, the biggest tragedy of the night, it was black and white cookies yeah. and yeah. Gary never got to have Never got my cookie. <laughs> Both I love black and white cookies. <laughs> Could I have a black Pretty and white sure cookie that. with some sake? <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, all of you uh, should be fired, but I'll let you stay here. Thank you. Hey, Howard. Yes. It's funny you say that. <laughs> oh, Sarah Gary, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I took the food to go, and so I was munching away at the hospital. I still have a lot of it right here. Hmm. Oh, you're going to eat right now? That's right. You know, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. I ran into a girl whose uncle worked at Record World. It's really interesting. I was like the mayor of Simpleton, and I was saying, you know, the vinyl with this coronavirus, you know, vinyl's tactile, and you really have to commit. Right. So we were thinking, it's really good. The vinyl sales are just going to When you were at the hospital with Jason and you start talking to people, is this what you talk about? Exactly. Right, right. Listen. Look people must be thrilled to see you. Right. Look who's calling the kettle. Right. You know, when it comes to about vinyl, I'm that guy. Right. So I was carrying on, and I took a bit of tequila around the hospital, logs of bagels. And it I must have been exciting <laughs> when you met uh, this uh, woman whose father you knew. It was unbelievable. So we ended up going to the same U2 concert in 1989, right. you know, uh, Rattle and Hum at the Meadowlands. Right, I got to get to the Bobo thing. It was, so, it was so weird. It was so weird. Hey, Sour Gary. Go ahead. 
Can I talk to you as Sour for a minute? Good morning. <laughs> hey, Sour. Ooh. Is it true? I heard that you, I didn't know this about you. You auditioned for American Idol twice in front of Simon Paul Abdul. <laughs> yep. And, and what happened? Uh, the first time around. What did you do? I did a bunch of songs and talk-ups. And, and did they not understand your talent? Did you just get rejected? Actually, it made it to before they leave for California. So Nigel Lithgow sat in and watched it, the the producer of the show. Oh, well, I'm asking you, you straight You made from, it to television? Yeah. Hmm. You made it to television, but did you get, like, passed through to the first round? No, I didn't. I no. didn't make it. So to you work. were the goof, like you were the guy who like Kinda. doesn't have talent. Yeah, I guess. Meanwhile, so they all sat there puzzled. Mm-hmm. Is Simon with that fucking face yeah. of his? You know. I Meanwhile, told, you have more talent than any of those kids. You know, it's funny. I told you the story, and then you said if you audition again, ask them what they want to hear. So that's what I did the next time around. What they want to hear? I gave them requests, and they started yelling them out, and I played them and sang them as best as I could. Really? Yeah. And, and But the problem is that your singing voice isn't, uh, like, super strong, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Can you, I mean, gets... could you sing seriously? Or do you always do a goof? I think I could. Well, sing something for us yeah, now. I mean, like like a real audition, sing something. Okay. But you have to tell me what you want me to sing. Okay. Um, all right, Sledgehammer. <laughs> you could have a steam train. If you don't slap down your tracks. <laughs> See, he always throws in shtick. Can you ever do a song without shtick, like seriously do something? Yeah, what's the next one? All right, let it be. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. A nice voice. I mean, nah, not enough. Not enough, yeah. Let it be, let it be. I heard you were singing Living Thing by ELO this morning. Taking a dive, cause you can't hold this dive, holding downstream. I'm taking a dive. All right, I'm throwing you out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Sour. Sour, let's, can I talk to Sour Gary? Yeah, go ahead. I have the guitar. Go ahead. All right. Let, let, let me get to Bobo. All right. Thank okay, you, Sarah. I'm going to ride. All right. No, Nick. So talented, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's not an American Idol. No, he's lucky he's not an American Idol. None of them even get famous anymore. No, but, you know, he would be a great person for America's Got Talent. Right. I mean, Carrie Underwood and uh, Kelly Clarkson were the, like the last two people to get famous from that show. And ever since then, I wa- I've, I've let's been watch- say they were the first two. Yeah, and that was it. <laughs> and that was it. Uh, Carrie Underwood was on um, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh-huh. And I have to watch to see what she's wearing. I find her very attractive. And I always like to see if she remains skinny. Because remember on American Isle, she was a little bit chubby? Yeah. And then she all of a sudden like worked out like a maniac and got hot. Well, that was after she won. Yeah, I love that. I love when someone like is kind of okay looking and then they make themselves hot. That's my favorite thing. That's why I like my six hundred pound life. Like nobody's making themselves hot. I just like to see people get. I like to see people get better looking. Like even like, but Carrie Underwood's a great example of that. She was okay looking. I mean, no, no one you got excited about. She transformed herself. Into super hot. So whenever I see her on a show, I don't give a fuck about the singing. I just want to see her 
moving around and yeah, you couldn't name one song. It's no, a lot of hits. Yeah, I have no idea. But th- <laughs> she went on uh, Jimmy Fallon and wore like a pantsuit, and I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> then she was like in a serious car accident and got hotter. Which right, is way she was uh, telling everybody, "Oh, I've been disfigured." Yeah, I'm like, oh, all right. Well, let's see what that looks like. And she got hotter. Her disfigurement made her hotter. <laughs> like, how do you do that? I was disfigured at an early age. I didn't get hotter. People go, I'm so sorry about your accident. I go, I actually wasn't in one. But, uh, yeah, Carrie Underwood. And I'm watching it with uh, Jimmy Fallon. But I watch for, like, literally three seconds. I see her walk out. I like to see when they walk out from the curtain. Because then you get the whole outfit. Yeah, I get a full fashion show. And she usually wears high heels and mini skirts to show off her legs. But this time, no. I was like, mm, I'm out of here. And I like when they sit down. I like to see if I can detect cellulite uh, on the side Good of their mini skirt. Yeah. I have a whole checklist I go through. You're so, you know, I'm just reading that somebody noticed that Savannah Guthrie wasn't wearing her wedding ring on the Today Show. Yeah. I'm like, who sees this? Yeah, stuff? I wouldn't. I only check for cellulite. I don't give a fuck about but, wedding But, I mean, any of that is, like, really studying the yeah. television. Well, that's what it's for. <laughs> that's why they invented it. Oh, my goodness. I can um, easily look people over without being pervy. Because I'm in the privacy of my own house. I can freeze frame on cellulite. It never occurs to you that you want to be a better person than that. Once in a while I try. <laughs> this doesn't work out for me. <laughs> I'm really working on it, though. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to this Bobo thing. All right. Because I've been dying to know. I only know what happened as of Wednesday evening. I'm going down like an elevator. All right. So I don't know what happened the rest of the weekend because Robin. that show was playing over and over. First of all, we we received an avalanche of feedback after Bobo lost over 5,000 Twitter follows. This was this was now Wednesday. Yeah. When we left you, we had lost over 5,000 Twitter followers. Right. And the fans were having a ball with it. I got to tell you. Uh, then going into the weekend, he had lost nearly 5,400 followers. And... Uh, and then he gained back 400 followers. As best, really? Yeah. As best I can tell what's happening is that people are signing up and then unfollowing him because <laughs> they want to be part of it. But really, the unfollow movement is for the people who are following Bobo now. Right. But listen to these emails. I draw, I just dropped my son at middle school. And my son is loving the hashtag unfollow Bobo movement. <laughs> All of his friends are going to follow, then unfollow Bobo. Best show ever. You see, that I don't understand. Right. I don't follow Bobo to begin with, but the sheep in sheep's clothing may be my new favorite Stern Show moment. Me too, by the way. I was telling my friend about it. I said, you got to hear this. This guy called in. My friend doesn't know the show. And I, and I said, this guy calls me and he goes, it's a sheep in sheep's clothing. My friend starts laughing. I go, but he meant it. I said to the guy, how could you be a sheep in sheep's clothing? I said, do you ever hear the expression, a wolf in sheep's clothing? And Bobo goes, I've never heard of that. That's right. I go, Bobo, think about it. The wolf puts on sheep clothing so he can sneak into the flock and eat a sheep. Why would a sheep dress up as a sheep? He goes, I never thought of that. <laughs> 
That's what it must be like to have an 84 IQ. Yeah. Like, you learned what that saying is that you've been missaying, I guess, your whole life. How many years have you been saying a sheep in sheep's clothing? Oh, my God. Back in the day, Howard, that's what I knew. A <laughs> sheep in sheep's clothing. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, I thought I knew. It, it doesn't make sense. It's off the I'm wolf. Kidding. Like you said, it's the wolf. When I explained it to you, did you understand or did you have to go think about it? No, no. I, I came right to me. I said, that, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. You know, the wolf is hiding, you know, under the sheep and then attacks. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I got to say, this whole movement is like getting stung by a bunch of bees. You know, it, it really hurt me. Well, how and, many followers uh, did you like? What What is the number you have now? Well, I started at 54.6. And now as of Sunday at 3 p.m., I tracked it. I was 49.4. I got to be honest with you. I'm disappointed. Yeah, I got to admit, I was hoping you'd be down to zero. Well, I thought it was going to go down faster because the great Jimmy Kimmel, who I love, he announced it on his monologue, I think, due to Robin. Robin, I I saw that, but I didn't hear it. Yeah, I can play it. Yeah, but you had something to do with that because you said on Wednesday's show, I'm going to try to get Jimmy or something to do that. And he did it. Yeah, he uh, sent it to me. He said, tell Robin here. <laughs> here. Here it is. There's a lot. There's so much going on right now. What with the coronavirus spreading, uh, Genesis reuniting, the unfollow Bobo movement raging, and on top of all that. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, now, now my guys did an analysis. 30% of Bobo's followers are what they call bots. bots. What? Oh, really? Yeah. What's that mean? It means they're not actual people. And how did he get bots? I don't know how that works. How did he get bots, you guys? Did you know you have bots, Bobo? No. Like, how would Bobo get bots? I mean, 30%. If I was good at math, I'd tell you what 30% of 50,000 people are, but I can't do that. Howard, we're, we're trying to figure out back here. We can't really figure out how he got the bots. We don't know. Well, so what is 30% of whatever he has? Well, that's roughly, I'd say, 15,000 people. Would you say, Gary? Uh, hello? Are you talking to me? Does he hear us? I don't know. He's the worst. Howard, 20 people are talking to me at once. <laughs> well, talk to me. I'm the most important. I know, but give me the information I have to give to you. Well, so tell them to get on mic and talk. What are they doing? What is it, a fucking game of telephone? <laughs> We're sitting here looking I'm at I'm talking it. to you and you're staring at <laughs> I'm saying it's probably about 15,000 of his followers are bots. That is correct, 15.8 Now, if you don't know what the fuck, how he got <clears throat> bots, if someone knows, put them on the mic. Nobody knows. Oh. Then who are you talking to? Well, somebody was trying to tell me the number of bots he has. Well, who is them? There's 50 people talking to Well, why don't you te- grab them and put them on mic? Everybody that wants to talk, Fucking talk morons. Go. Howard. Yes. There's a website called TwitterAudit.com. You can put in anyone's Twitter and it tells you how many bots there are. Bobo has an unusually high amount. 15.8 thousand. How could he get those, Mamet? My guess is if you have that many, it doesn't cost that much money to buy followers. So... You know, you can no, probably buy 15,000 no, no. followers for a couple hundred bucks. Did you buy followers? I never did that. Never. And I'll take a lie detector test. I never bought one follower. That's so fucking douchey. Is that the truth? I earned all those. That's the damn truth. Howard, 
Yeah. I just got off the phone with the guys that run our website. Yeah. They they can't say for sure how Bobo got the bots, but they find it very unlikely that he has that many bots that he, and he didn't pay for it. So they think he's paying for it. No way, Jason. Are you lying no to me, way. Bobo? I'm not lying to Howard. I, I would I would be through with the show forever if I'm lying. That's right. I would uh, never do that. Never, would you ever, swear ever on your children? That's right, on my children's life. I would never, ever pay for followers. I never did. I earned all those followers. People follow me because they want to follow me for the show. That's it. I don't. I wonder if we anything. can pay Bobo's bots to unfollow. <laughs> anyway, someone held up an unfollow unfollow Bobo sign at the WWE event on Sunday. Really? That's right. Yeah, and also, there, that. there was some other action too uh, on the unfollow Bobo movement. Besides Jimmy Kimmel and besides the um, WWE event, there was other activity. But, um, you know, the thing is, I was kind of surprised you only lost like 54 or 6,000 followers. You know, I thought it would have been a bigger movement. So I think in a way, you, I think guys like Michael Rappaport and everything stopped the momentum. And then Jillian Barbary did a lot, too. You know, yeah, she said she would never ever unfollow Bobo. This guy Anthony says Bobo definitely bought. I think he did. Anthony, go ahead. No way. Hey, Howard. How's it going? Yeah, I mean, you just Google it. There's millions of websites that sell bots for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, all those celebrities with like 20 million followers, they're all bots when you actually go into their account and look at the. Really? Oh, yeah. He's lying. Just big bit. Not true. Shirley, what do you think? Do you think Bobo's lying right now? Uh, There's definitely, listen, bots will follow popular accounts depending on the activity that you you have on this account. But there's an unusually large number of bots on his account, which would make you believe that they were purchased. No way. No way. Can I fill you in Absolutely. on something else? Like, I know I've never purchased someone. No. Right. I, do I have any have bots? Yes. And I, I have bots as well. We all do. How do we have that? They just join up. They they just follow. Because well, why would they do that for free? Because sometimes they'll tweet something out and the person uh, will retweet it and they can get promotion for whatever scams oh. running or whatever. So bots are real people? With no, real- I think I think it's through like... A company will send out like a bunch of bots, and they'll just fucking like. Mm, I don't understand. Land in different places yeah. so that they can but be you know, on your account. But you think Bobo's lying right now? Yes, uh, and I also Surely. have this. I also have this to inform you of. Go ahead. Bobo has contacted me all weekend long, and he came up with an essay on why it's important that he have followers, and I was wondering if he could read that essay to you on the phone. When you heard this essay, were you astounded? He left me a version on my voicemail, and I asked him to leave another one on my office, and his phone is so fucked up that it came out shitty, so I'd like for him to read it live. I would like to hear it. (laughs) An essay? Yes. Just a spontaneous. Uh, Off the the cuff. It's off the roof. (laughs) Sheep in sheep's clothing. Yeah. It's like douches and douchebags. All right, Howard, take it easy. I'm going to listen to the show. All right, Anthony, later. Later. Bobo, you're back. All right. Read it. First of all, all right. Why is it important for the fans to follow me on Twitter? I have to be brutally honest Whoa. that I had a moment. <laughs> all right. Brutally. I can't say brutally. 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 Brutally.
Brutally. Brutally. Start again. <laughs> All right. This is going to take why an hour. Is, why is it important for the fans to follow me on Twitter? I have to be brutally honest that I had a moment to pause and reflect for a moment of clarity. What? I'm, I don't know about moment of pause. And we'll Come on, the guy's got an 86 IQ. Give him a break. How many times did you use moment in a sentence? How many times did he use I, moment? I didn't even follow. Start it again. Start it again. We're going to count the moments. All right. Why is it important for the fans to follow me on Twitter? I have to be brutally honest that I had a moment to pause and reflect for a moment of clarity. Wow. I am still actually questioning myself as to why it's important for me to have fans. Maybe it's a purpose of being part of the greatest radio show ever. I just feel like it's one big, huge family within Stern Nation, and I don't want to feel left out. So by having a large fan base, in my mind, keeps me more connected to the show, period. Period. Wait a minute. Read the title again. (laughs) Why is it important for the fans to follow me on Twitter? It has nothing to do with that. I know. Yeah, because Bobo, in other words, the fans don't care. It's important for you to have right. followers because it's important to you. Yeah, why it's you're important not to telling me. the fans why it's important to the fans them. All part of Star Nation. Why? So <laughs> they follow me. Sometimes they'll say things on my account, or you know, I'll put things up, and it's it feels more of a Stone Show nation family you know what i mean yeah in other words you're saying it feels to you like there's more of a community when people follow you so it's important for you to have fans not for the fans to follow you oh no 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 it's important for me to have it yeah but your (laughs) title says it's important to the fans to uh, to, it was supposed to be about the fans and why they should follow you so in other words it should have been me (laughs) you don't know why you don't know why it's important is the answer you don't know why you wrote this. <laughs> Can I be honest? I think you need another moment. <laughs> Couple more, maybe. Ah. <laughs> oh, my favorite part in that whole essay is yeah. halfway through, he goes, I'm still a bit confused myself. <laughs> like, he's not even sure. Uh, was that the whole thing, Bobo? Can you read the confused yeah. part again? We want to hear it. Yeah. Go. All right, let me see what that is. All oh, right. yeah, I am still actually questioning myself. As to why it's important for me to have fans. Maybe it's the purpose of being part of the greatest radio show ever. Hmm. The whole point is to have followers, and he's not even sure why he wants followers. I'm confused. My bots are confused. My sheep are confused. How long did it take you to write that? Probably about five minutes. Okay. And then what your first thought was, I better get this to Shuley and read it You're to You're going to be brutally honest. Yeah, it was, off, it was off the cuff. It was off the off cuff. The and I said, let me just do it. It was organic. I just, you know, thought of When it you wrote this, where did out. you write it? Do you write it in that same book you write your questions in? I wrote it on a, you know, a regular yellow legal pad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by where? the way, those legal pads are for legal matters. <laughs> <laughs> So you can't read the scribblings of it. It's like, yeah. it's like a Hinkley letter. It's like the um, it's it's like four score and seven years ago. It's an important document that he has. To, why does he send you the document so that you he can prove that he wrote it? Yes, as yeah. if as if I think he pulled this offline or somewhere. Is it like you know in, is it like in school when they say show us your work so right. we can know that you did it? I have to believe. That oh, you asked me. Julie asked me this. Julie asked yeah, well, me. And what was the setting? Did you drive down to a lake and write this? No, I did it in my office. 
You know, he, goes, he goes to a bridge. <laughs> Where, what goes on in there? <laughs> it's outside of 7-Eleven. <laughs> how big is this office? I want another essay. What goes on in that office? <laughs> I got a big house. Right. Big house, so and you have your own there. space, office where yeah. work goes on. Right Close next to my doors, awards yeah. cabinet. <laughs> got my computer. Got all. I have to, you know my assignments for my students. Yeah, my yeah. Wego pads. But you don't call the show from your office, right? You go into your car. No, 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 no. Anyway, let me get back to the. Uh, email. I want him to read that again. I need to hear it. One How many more times time. would satisfy you, Robin? I just one more time, please. All right, Boba. One more for Robin. All right, I'll clarify this. Yeah, it right. might be the Why greatest document ever written. <laughs> Isn't America great? Right. Bobo has a big house with an office. Can you write something about the coronavirus, yeah. too? He Just really anything. Is in his office. This is the best. I'm, I'm read the heading, too, the title. <laughs> right. Why is it important for the fans to follow me on Twitter? Mm. Twitter. I have to be brutally honest. Brutally. Brutally. Ah, that fucking word. <laughs> Why would you write a word? You can't. All right, never mind. Yeah, English go ahead. Is Wait a minute. Can I get there? He's got to start over. So what? Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll get it this time. When I put my mind in stuff, I do it. All right. All right. Why is it important for the fans to follow me on Twitter? I have to be brutally honest that I had a moment to pause and reflect for a moment of clarity. Clarity. I am, I am still actually questioning myself as to why it's important for me to have fans. Maybe it's the purpose of being part of the greatest radio show ever. I just feel like it's one big, huge family within Stern Nation, and I don't want to feel left out. So by having a large fan base, in my mind, keeps me more connected to the show, period. Which is why it's important for In my 87 IQ mind. I like when you say period, like like we don't know that. Yeah, like that's the end. Exclamation Did you write period, or is that... Or did you make that little dot (laughs) thing? Hashtag. That's Ball his mic drop power. Did, does he write period? Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he does? Well, hold on. Hold on. Period. No, I put That's period. Oh, you, yeah, you know put, what a period oh, is, right? I put dot. Yeah. It's a big period, though. Wait a minute. Now Some I got to ask another it. question, Bobo. And I have a follow-up yeah. question after okay. Rob. Okay. Right. Is that one long sentence with only one <laughs> period? No, no, no. I had commas and periods. A moment after why didn't you, you well, the, why didn't you say period after each sentence? Why do you wait till the end? Yeah, I should have. I yeah, should have. I, I have them in there, though. Yeah. I should have. Do you insight. mind reading it again with, <laughs> with the periods? The periods and the other uh, punctuation. Okay. Oh, period. And, and any kind of commas? Yeah. Yes. And I why was. do you say why? period? Why not say space also between the words? <laughs> no, don't say space. All right, go ahead. That'd be silly. Okay. Why is it important for the fans to follow me on Twitter? Semicolon. Semicolon? I was going to use a second. colon. Hold it a second. Semicolon? What's a semicolon? Well, hold it a second. The First two of, dots. Isn't that a semicolon? Listen to me. Did you just ask a question? Read the sentence again. Oh, yeah. Again. That should have been a question. More. Hold on. <laughs> no, wait. It should have been a percentage. Semicolon. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. Strike that. Strike that. Strike. Why is it important for the fans to follow me on t- Twitter? Question mark. Oh. I have to be brutally honest <laughs> and had a moment to pause, comma, pause. and reflect for a moment of clarity, period. Clarity, asterisk. I'm still actually questioning myself as to why it's important for me to have fans, period. Apostrophe. Maybe, capital M, it's a purpose of being part of the greatest radio show ever, period. I just feel like it's one big, huge family within Stern Nation. Right. 
comma, and I don't want to feel left out. Pay with you. So by no, that's a comma. comma. Oh, that's not it. Wait. That should have been an ampersand. I'm sorry. <laughs> back to back commas. <laughs> so by having a large fan base in my mind. Mine. Uh, now, is that ever a comma? All right, I had enough of it. <laughs> All right, listen to me. Here's my question. The early bird catches the word. My head's going to explode. Yeah. What's the oh, difference good. between being honest and brutally honest? That you make it in your document, you say, I have to be brutally honest. There's honest. Now, what's the difference? Will we? I had to be really sincere. You know what I mean? But no, why can't no you just say you're around. being honest? Especially because you can't say brutally. <laughs> yeah. Good point. I just want to exemplify it. You know, oh. it exemplifies the fact I should have just I'm, let I'm, sleeping dogs What does dogs exemplify fly. mean? He doesn't 